You're listening to Wildcats Live. Every home game live on your home of sport. SEN. Tim Gossage and Mark Worthington with you for Fujitsu, the post-game show. Come home to Fujitsu. Comfort is Australia's favourite. Air 95-77 was the final score in favour of the visitors. We'll go dissect more scoring in a moment. No time to rest for the Perth Wildcats. are on a plane tomorrow. And they do take on the South East Melbourne Phoenix in Melbourne, who had a win over Sydney tonight. I don't think I'd want to be the Phoenix. No. <laughs> the Wildcats uh, might be a bit of bounce back. Well, they couldn't play any worse than what they did tonight. And um, Yeah, I mean, the good thing about playing so quickly is you get to forget about this game straight away. You do your recovery tonight. You sleep in your own bed. You hop on a plane tomorrow and you worry about the task at hand and you sort of, you probably, they might take some viewing off this game as far as watching film, but I wouldn't think that they would look too far into it. So someone who played a lot of basketball like you did, so you get thumped and you're expected to win your start favourites. You talk about dissecting the performance. How much dissection would a coach, one of your coaches have done after tonight? How much, how much tape well, do you look at? Well, I think a coach would look at a lot. The players, you probably just want to worry about recovery and moving on. But it's pretty simple for the Wildcats. There's a few areas that they just need to fix it. They gave up too many offensive rebounds. That led to too many wide-open shots. And when you play a team against, like, Illawarra Hawks, they've got shooters everywhere, and the easiest three-point shot is usually off an offensive rebound. How many times have we seen Hiram Harris... Uh, Christian Doolittle get an offensive rebound and find who? Bryce Cotton, because what do defence do? They see the shot go up, they go towards the ball, they don't secure it, and then they have to scramble back out to the defender. And that's what we saw from Illawarra tonight. Explain to the listeners, Mark Worthington, what Illawarra did tonight to douse the Bryce Cotton flame. Well, they did it by committee. It wasn't one person. It was a really team-conscious effort of how they defended him I spoke about it during the broadcast. It was actually their second best defender. And Lee, who is quite a good defender, but Swakula Bullock is their number one guy when it comes to defense. And uh, he was just roaming off Hiram Harris and being that second wall defender. So anytime they were turning Bryce into a driver and not allowing him to uh, dance on the spot to pull up for his three-point shot. Mm. And every time he went to drive, he was met by Swakula Bullock. So why does it take teams so long to catch on to that type of defence because Bryce Cotton's been on a tear for two months now. What does, it take, uh, what does it take opposition teams so long? Well, I think they also had the bigs that could play up and yeah. be a better show as uh, Froling, Olbrick, mm. uh, Peatling. They're all very good at showing at the on-ball screen and whether it was the Phoenix with Alan Williams and his inability to be able to play high up on the screen. Uh, last week we saw with uh, Harrison, Baines, their inability to be able to play high on a screen. It's also the cattle that you have, so to speak. And uh, Illawarra had the cattle and the, they seemed to have the right chemistry to be able to play a good team defence against Bryce Cotton. So the alarm bells ring or does it tonight for the Perth Wildcats or does, is it a wake-up call? It would just be a mere blip on the radar uh, for them um, and sometimes you have these losses and it's great because it goes, alright, 
we have been able to win games because Bryce has been playing so well, but we have seen this creep into our game, giving up offensive rebounds. I'd be shocked, shocked, if South East Melbourne Phoenix could get more than six or seven offensive rebounds next game because that should be the real emphasis for them. Mark Worthington providing us with our post-game chat. Thanks to Fujitsu. Radio, you've got a bit to go through here. There was no injuries to... Well, there is. There's Ego. Badly battered and bruised for SKG Radiology. Bulk billing Medicare rebatable imaging services. Worthington... My tipping Ego also took a bit of a hit tonight. Oh, you came out strong tonight, didn't you? Early. Then you doubled down and said, well, I got to win by five at half-time. Yeah. Crazy, man. Play of the day for Tuscan Path Papers. What's the play of the day available... For Bunnings Warehouse, and you can give it to Illawarra because what did they do? What did they? What were their plays that worked really well tonight? Uh, well, I, I just thought they were solid across the board, and and I think that is a sign of a good team when nothing really stands out about what they did, mm. but they were just consistent. Yeah, no one had thirty-five points, did they? No, they were just a consistent team. So what stood out to me was just how good of a team effort that was by the Illawarra Hawks by doing it by committee. I know it's something that the former coach, Jacob Jacomis, always was trying to get to, but boy, have they bought in since Tatum's come on board. Tuscan Park Pavers available at Bunnings Warehouse, and we mentioned it three or four times for the night. His timeout calls were... They were sort of, do I want to? Did the bench have to be looking? Is he trying to sell... A dummy to the opposition. I have no idea what was going on there, but it, was it worked in his favour. It did. Hey, um, thanks to Drink Wise, you won't miss a moment if you drink wise. We'll get through the wrap in a moment. All righty, um, post game show is for Fujitsu. I need you, believe it or not, to give us the Wildcats 3 2 1. Thanks to Fujitsu when the temperature hits you. Just get that Fujitsu, it's Australia's favourite air. You need 1 2 3. And this, uh, you've done, you and I have worked together for the last month. You've been simply outstanding. But it's been easy, this part of the part of the night. Tell me, give me something. Well, I guess this shows how bad of a night by <laughs> who we've got to pick from. Um, I'm giving one to. Oh, oh hang on! You've got to research. You can't just stand there and have a go. Who are you, Paul Hazelby? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> I'm going to give one. I'm, I'm going to go. If you give one to Bryce Cotton. My headphones down, you've got the last nine minutes to yourself. No, no. I've given one to Jordan Usher, and I gave it to Jordan Usher because he had four offensive rebounds. Yeah, he tried, he tried. He, he, had, he had seven rebounds. He only had one turnover, um, and he ends up with nine points. He makes uh, some strange decisions. He makes some strange, but like I said, what you get? We, we, could, we could argue that we, we should give three, two, and one to one person tonight. That's, that's what I will say. Two votes is going to Christian Doolittle. We said that he was a bit of licorice all sorts tonight, but ends up with 11 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, four steals. He did have the five turnovers. Double-double. But it's a double-double. Correct. And we're giving three votes to Ty Webster, mainly because he had 10 points in the first quarter. Yeah. Let's let's be totally honest. He's the only person that looked like he had any sort of life and, and... People can accumulate stats at the end of the game, especially when there's not much to play for or and whatnot. But when it's at the start, when it's most important, Ty Webster was outstanding at the start of the game. Uh, did he fizzle out? Yes. You could probably argue that Christian Doolittle probably had a better game in the end of it 
at the all, but hey, guess what? I get to do the votes. Yeah, I have you the do. final say. Yeah, you do. Ty Webster, three votes. All right, mate. Just okay. because he's been bloody good for a long period of time now. All righty. Uh, thank you very much. Don't forget the Perth Wildcats next game is Saturday night in Melbourne on the road against South East Melbourne Phoenix. Jan 27. That means only one month. Come, you know, Saturday is Jan 27. It's only one month to my birthday. Uh, okay, it's a five o'clock tip off, they tell me. I think that's five. Is it five o'clock Perth time? Uh, or Melbourne time? No, that'll be Perth time. Eight o'clock. They hit off the basketball. <laughs> be asleep by then. Hey, um, tomorrow, New Zealand host Tassie. Whereabouts? In New Zealand host Tassie. Well, so it's in New Zealand? <laughs> New Zealand go around and have played some weird games. Some <laughs> yeah, good places. point. Yeah. Good point, were they? Uh, New Zealand. Brisbane hosting United in Brisbane. Uh, Melbourne United got Shea Ely and Joe Luala Chul back, so I will go with Melbourne United. Saturday, Adelaide host Cairns in Adelaide. Oh, this is a good matchup, but I, I, I like the Taipans' chance against Adelaide. They just seem to have the really? win over them. Yeah. Southeast Melbourne, Perth, Saturday night. Uh, well, after tonight's game, you'd have to say that oh. Southeast Melbourne have got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to cop the uh, wrath. Uh, and um, Illawarra sit and wait for New Zealand on Sunday. They'd be feeling pretty good about themselves, wouldn't they? Um, but. They've got to show up again, and as a few of their, their guys from their team said, it's a very fine line for them between good and not so good. Mm. So they will study this film and say, these are all the good things that we did, and if we want to continue to win, this is the stuff that we have to do going forward. And also on Sunday, gee, I tell you what, it's a big weekend. Ooh. Sydney host United. <laughs> Who's oh, well, who's going to so, be well, so, so, so co coach will still be there for so, that game. So Dan Kickett will be... <laughs> Dan Kickett will be walking the <laughs> sidelines. <laughs> um, nah, Melbourne United. Oh, how can you tip Sydney right now? But, and you know what? It's one of those things that Sydney will come out and beat Melbourne United. I know. And never, I know. Geez, that gives me... I know. So and, and you know what? I was thinking before the game, when South East Melbourne Phoenix were beating Sydney, I was just like... Surely it can't be one of those nights. And it, and it happens all the bloody time. If you're a tipster, how could you know? Well, you came in here, chest out, pumping it. Oh, Wildcats will just walk away. Oh, it'll worry him for a horrible night. And for a fleeting two minutes of that first quarter, it looked like Perth were on and Illawarra were off. But midway through that first quarter to the end, it was one-way traffic. What does the score? What does the um, table look like? Were they? You're closer to the computer. So obviously that gives that Melbourne United that breathing room now uh, with Perth in second, Tassie still third with twelve and eleven, Brisbane fourth with twelve and twelve. Is that the same team we saw here last week? Yeah, apparently. Sydney fifth at eleven and thirteen. What a big loss that is. Uh, Cairns six at eleven and thirteen. Illawarra 10 and 12 and New Zealand 9 and 12. Dude, Illawarra's got three games up their sleeve. With three games up their sleeve. Uh, New, New Zealand have games up their sleeve. And the mm. Phoenix, uh, even though they had a good win, that might be the last win that they'll have this season oh. at 10 and 14. And Adelaide sit last. Adelaide sit last. And, I mean, you could argue between Adelaide, Illawarra, 
they've been two of the more informed outside of the yeah. Wildcats teams of the competition. Although Illawarra had came in, Illawarra came in having lost their last three. Yeah. Look at look at you. You just you just love when people from other sports and you oh like mate. giving thumbs up to people left, right, and centre. Oh. Guru, mate, been around a long time. <laughs> Jason Berendorf, I don't know about his shirt, but anyway. Oh, whackity whack on the way out. Well, Javel, he's beautiful partner. She's a stylist, mate. I don't know what he's going on there. And then uh, and Jai Richardson. He's Jai. He's a gamer, Jai. He's a, he, he's one. I, I, I can't. Do you, are you a gamer? Please, please tell me. Oh God, no. I don't even know how to turn the bloody thing on. Uh, my 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 kids play Fortnite, and uh, I remember when I was a kid that I used to laugh at my parents when they come in and try and play with us because you know they'd be <laughs> looking up in the sky and just doing three sixties. Well, I'm the exact same person. Twenty <laughs> uh, odd years later. Yeah, very much so. Uh, alrighty, so in Tim, I don't have the final. Uh, we don't have the final stats. Did they print it off? Tell you what, Geordie, when they win, he wants yeah, to be yeah. around us. He's, he's all about us. Yeah, he's when they lose, he's out. He does. Well, he did offer. No, no. no he know. offered us Hiram Harris. Yeah. And I said, mate, yeah. we only talk to yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're front runners here. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Um, well, you read that better. Yeah. So 12,771 in. You can rattle off the stats if you can, please. Well, it was a big night for Illawarra Hawks. They, they shoot. 48% from the field. Uh, the big one for me is surely that is not right. Well, they had more than 14 offensive rebounds. They're saying the Wildcats had 16. If the Wildcats had 16, then Illawarra had 32 offensive Well, that's the rebounds. stat sheet, mate. It's no, the official stat board. No, well, it's it's lies. I can tell you that right now. There's no way that they only had 14. Well, and, uh, the, the stat people, they do a wonderful job. But, um, <laughs> but, but no. And uh, they also shot 41%. There's a lot of tap backs. They, they, they shot 41% from three as well, Illawarra. Perth Wildcats, 7 of 28, 25% from three. That's something that has been on for them lately, has been their three-point game. Tonight, not so much. Uh, and then uh, turnovers, 14 turnovers for the Wildcats, 14 for Illawarra. And you'd have to say, out of that 14, I reckon six happened in the first quarter, back to back to back to back to back. Yep. And uh, they've really... They just poured it on from there. But huge game from Illawarra. Bench points, you, you spoke about it earlier. 37 bench points for Illawarra. Only 20 for the Cats. And just a great team effort. Harvey, 13. Lee, 10. Robinson, 9. Gary Clark, 17. Jeez, he was good tonight, Gary Clark. Uh, Sam Froling, 12. And Todd Blanchfield, 16. <laughs> while the Cats, Ty Webster, 16. Christian Doolittle, 11. Bryce Cotton, 13. Jordan Usher, 9. In a very dismal night for the Perth Wildcats. Well done, Wertho. Nice work by you. A lot of fun again. I don't know whether you're going to be here for the next game, which I think is New Zealand. Yeah. In a couple, but, you know, oh, Hop's had a good holiday, hasn't oh, he? Has he ever? Now he's holidaying in the southwest. Thanks again. No uh, worries, we mate. appreciate it. Good on you, Wertho. You've been absolutely fantastic. Mark Worthington in the post-game show for... The team at Fujitsu, when the temperature hits you, just get a Fujitsu. It's Australia's favourite air. Just repeating for Wildcats fans and anyone else staying with us, there is one more game for them this weekend, and it is on Saturday. They'll be on a plane tomorrow to Melbourne to take on South East Melbourne Phoenix. And I'm sure you can, if you're not listening, you'll find plenty of places to listen to it. Thanks for your company. 
Thanks to the team who put us on air tonight. It was the Illawarra Hawks 95 over the Perth Wildcats 77. And just a couple of stats that jump off the page. Bryce Cotton 16% from the field sh uh, shooting. Jordan Usher 21%. Christian Doolittle 25%. Thanks for your company. This has been Wildcats Live.